I think it was. Man, you just have such a better voice than me. When um, you were born for this. The, <laughs> uh, this is years of scarring my vocal cords from yelling at airmen. <laughs> What is up, One More Rep fam? In this week's episode of the One More Rep podcast, Earl goes into some finer details about being an owner of a CrossFit gym and shares some lessons learned. Also want to give a huge shout out to Endeavor Defense and Fitness for hosting the Arnold Affiliate Gathering this past weekend at the Arnold Fitness Expo in Columbus, Ohio. Bro's Gym CrossFit Access fielded three teams this year, two of which made the finals, with CrossFit Access Purple placing fourth out of 32 teams. Great job, guys. It was amazing watching you guys battle, and it was an absolute privilege to announce that entire event. So thanks to Aaron and Dude from Endeavor. It was an entire privilege to be allowed to be the announcer for the online streaming portion, so huge thanks to Dude, Aaron, and AJ for letting me be part of this year's event. And with that being said, on to the show. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with a delicious cup of cold brew from... Warehouse 4. Is Han Brolo. What's up, man? What? Han Brolo. What's that? Han Solo. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, you're a Star Trek guy. You're not Star Wars guy. I watch Star Wars, man. Okay. You said ham, and I was like... Han. Han Brolo. Okay. We should do that over. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, brother? Nothing, man. Just, you know, defending the galaxy. One, uh, one, one Jedi mind trick at a time. time. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could Jedi mind trick that cold brew over here and hover <laughs> as I'm like, since we don't have cup holders yet, I wish it could just hover and I could get like, have the straw just come up to me and yeah. then I could just push it away with my mind. Unless we're in California, we can't have straws. No, you can Mo. They just have to be paper. It'd be biodegradable. Paper straws. Yeah. I had it down in Florida. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Different. I've never no had shit. a paper straw. <laughs> it makes no sense. And it's funny you say that because I saw metal straws yesterday when I was shopping. Um, I guess you just we just carry these straws with you everywhere you went. I don't know, man. This is getting it's getting too crazy for me, Mo. It's getting too crazy. You know, I, this whole global warming crap. I if you guys are Wait, into, we were just talking about this the other day, the global you, warming. Yeah, is if this is global warming, I don't know what's that actually mean. Don't tell me that because of the damn polar ice caps or whatever i can't have a straw that's for the turtles that's for the turtles okay that's for sea life man come on not not for when it was snowing in vegas uh, two weeks ago that was nuts i just i'll never understand you know uh probably about 10 years ago supposedly al gore made a (laughs) he said when he invented the internet well well 10 years ago he would you know it was supposed to be the end of the ice age uh, so like no polar caps, no nothing like Antarctica was going to be just water just gone. Yeah. And you know, it's just shut up. Like, I don't care. It's, it's a ploy. I actually, I just compared them to the phar- pharmaceutical companies. Mm. It's, it's like big, big farm. Farmer. Yeah. And it's, and big soda. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on, Glassman. Get back. Come on back, Glassman. Um, no, uh, yeah, I think it's just definitely comparable because I think it's a ploy to get money, okay, to fund people's projects that they want to run, mm-hmm. this whole green technology, which I'm cool with, uh, but it's like, don't force feed it to me. If it's an option and you really want us to do it, then make it cheaper. Kind of like CrossFit, don't force it down my throat that it's all about health now. I was actually going to say that, but um, yeah, it's it, whatever. I think it's a big ploy to make some money, but. I don't know how we got on that from Han Solo to yeah, Bro Solo. To to... And, yeah. But also we, we did want to um, give a shout out to Jenna. She's not here with us uh, for this episode. She's out on assignment making that money with Fisher Photography. But we'll definitely get her back in here. Yeah, it's kind of weird looking to the left, not seeing, and not a, seeing her there. Yeah. Or hearing like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
man, that's, that's hilarious. Sorry, Jenna, we love you. Oh my God, it's every time. <laughs> Mo, I just got your, I'm sorry, I got your screen all messed nah, up. No, it's all good, dude. That's hilarious. Oh man, that's funny. It's always some, dude. Like, But at least my editing time will be cut like in a third by now. <laughs> I mean, guys, like. <laughs> what are you doing, Jenna? Just drinking my coffee. Oh, why you shake your cup every time? <laughs> Jenny, you know what microphones are for? <laughs> they pick up sound. Yeah. <laughs> or she's like, uh, do you yeah. know I can hear you chewing? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um, it, it appears that uh, One More Rep Nation has uh, kind of given a, a thumbs up and approval to having uh, Jenna on the show. So that's why she's still here. If you guys refer us to Fisher and Friends one more time, I'm going to go on a rampage. I saw another one. Uh, Mandasaur said something. It was yeah, she did. Jenna and... Jenna and friends. Is it Jenna and friends? Fisher and friends. Okay. Fisher and friends. Like, look, that I'm gonna ban that hashtag. <laughs> Can you ban hashtags? Well, I guess the Fire Festival people did it, so I guess, but they had a bigger budget. Well, maybe they didn't have a bigger budget than us, but ban by bro. It's uh <laughs> I'm telling you, you and it's it's mostly females, but now they're now the guys are starting to do it. Now that's where I'm like <laughs> Look, no, bros. No, no, we should. We got to unite. Bros before what? Before Jenna. <laughs> oh, that's not Jenna. So, How you doing? so this week's episode, uh, bros talked before about uh, being an owner, but he talked about it more on a global scale. So today, <laughs> prestige, prestige World. worldwide. Bye, bye, bye. So yeah. today, I wanted to kind of pick his brain and get to little micro aspects of it. We're going to focus a little bit more on the, the infancy, like the beginning, like um, the little nitnoy things that he didn't really know about um, and some of the, the things that he was able to glean from some of his, uh, from his close relationships with other uh, gym owners before he decided to take that huge step. Not only that, but close now. I, I didn't. Oh, you're still close to these cats. Yeah. No, sure. I'm saying, but I wasn't close then. Yeah, it, okay. I think that's what's unique about it is. It's like, not like me and Aaron grew up together. True. And it's not like I, we, we, that was the first time we really talked outside of seeing him at the Arnold, giving him a five, mm -hmm. you know, what's up yeah. type deal, you know, whatever. Now at least I get a hug. Yeah. When I see him. <laughs> but, um, matters what day of the Arnold is day three. You don't get much. Yeah. He's, he's about done. Yeah. Uh, day, day one, he's, he's, he's all happy yeah, and shipper. Day one. Yeah. Day two. Day you two. can, yeah. <laughs> you can tell he's starting to wear and tear on him. And day three, he's just like, he's ready to get done. ready to yeah. go. And he's not, you know, they have such a large tear down afterwards. Mm -hmm. it's, thank God. He has it's a, a regional size, uh, setup. Yep. It is. De sure. It's definitely a regional size setup mm -hmm. and, um, uh, regional size equipment as well. Yeah. And, um, in terms of the footprint with thank, the rig, yep. all the, implements and the weights yeah. and actually the the crew too that he uh volunteers that he amasses that. yeah it went for his crew and that's that same here mm -hmm. i mean we're on the smaller scale of that um that's clutch yeah definitely man and you know when we joined forces here here shortly for validus validus games yeah i'm excited and i know a lot uh several of our crews going to go help him out uh for um the Arnold. So hopefully they'll do the same for Valdis. <laughs> hopefully. Not, I'll I'm talk, sure I'll they talk will. I'll smack. Yeah. Or the program is going to be really, really, really bad. <laughs> it's all going to be odd object lifts and carrying them around the park. I'm going to be like this before class. All right. All right. Here's what we're going to do today, guys. Uh, everybody give me the movement they want to do today. And then I'll write them all down and cross them out. I say, guess what we're not doing today? <laughs> all these movements. <laughs> it's legless L-sit rope climbs. <laughs> Weighted 50 pound dumbbell between the thighs. If you drop it, it's 100 calories on the bike. Handstand walks with the ab mat between your feet. That's scaled. <laughs> Prescribed. You're holding one dumbbell on top of each foot. Each foot. Yes. I will teach you to point your damn toes. <laughs> you want to squeeze? Actually, you got to hold this between your butt cheeks. I always got to yell at people to squeeze their ass, point their toes when uh -huh. you do a handstand walk. You don't squeeze your butt cheek. Seventy pound, seven pound dumbbell, dumbbell is going to come crashing yep. down. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> in this next segment, as Bro and I were getting ready to record, we just started chatting like we always do, and this is where the genesis for this episode came up, where, where Bro's going to drop some knowledge about the finer details of gym ownership. 
I, I'm all about people starting businesses, but like, this is what we talk about. They, this is what brain. It's like, it's like let's say you have a breed of dogs. Okay. And it's like the best bloodline. The the Broweiler. <laughs> Hi, it, Angie. It's like the it's like the best bloodline out there. Okay. And then one day, one of these dogs, one of your dogs of your bloodline, Thank you. gets out. Yeah. And he goes and fucks another a dog. A chihuahua. <laughs> What's going to happen, Mo? The, the bloodline will be contaminated. That's what I feel like is happening with CrossFit. The bloodline's contaminated. You just have more access to stray dogs. And it's okay. And I'm not saying you have to be perfect when you open. And I'm not saying they have to do, you have to be this elite CrossFitter or this elite trainer because mm-hmm. I wasn't and I'm still not. But I also think people were like, let's just start a CrossFit gym and have zero experience in it. How can you, how can you pay? Like kind of what we're talking. Good. That's no, cool. But kind of like what we're getting ready to talk about. Like how, how can you justify? What's how going, how yeah. can you feel good about yourself making someone pay for something? You have no idea what the hell is like to do. So again, the, the, the positive and the negative about CrossFit is that there's no barrier to entry other than the $3,000 and them approving your name where I don't know about you, but in my Facebook feed, I'm seeing a lot of this start your own F45 franchise. Oh, stuff. Yeah. Have you been seeing those lately? Uh, you must have Googled it. You must have Googled it. I must have it. done something. Or said it in your fucking. I, I said it in my sleep <laughs> with my it, phone too close to me. You know, that's some freaky stuff. So, um, I clicked, I clicked on it just to see what it was about. I, I heard about it. We talked about it just a little bit because I think there's maybe within a maybe 30 minute radius of us, there's a two of them, I think. And I think it's one of those deals where you can only have so many in a certain distance oh, really? of each other. That's because the, where the two are located, that's the only thing that makes sense to me because one's like up in- There's one in Piqua. Piqua. Mm-hmm. And the other one is um, right down the street from Skyfall. So mm-hmm. like you would think that there were, you know, there's a city- right in between those two points, you would think you would put it in the city. So there has to be like some sort of radius issue. Hmm. Um, but it was saying like, uh, you know, contact us here. If you want to open up a franchise, we'll set you up at this, we'll set you up at that. And probably somewhere within there, there's a bit of a screening process, but I'd also imagine that there's training. Whereas how much training did you get when you, <laughs> when you, when you sign, did you, well, did you have to sign anything? No. Well, yeah, I guess I did. Sorry. Just, was it pretty much the, you can use the word CrossFit in this manner? Basically, blah, blah, blah. it was like pages of stuff that it's like, it's like when you buy a house, you sit down and like, you, here, sign this paper. And, and you're like, okay. It, well, and then you have all the stuff you read, but. Do even you really if, understand it? Well, no. If I read this and I disagree. You got to sign it anyway. You got to sign it anyway. Or you don't get the keys. Yeah, you don't get your house. So it's like. That's why I always skip all this stuff. Like, you know, what do I do? Like, I know I had to have an affiliate and there's a bunch of stuff in here. Maybe I don't agree with someone. I probably didn't agree with it because, you know, CrossFit HQ, but. Do you recall anything that you read that was like. No, I signed the damn thing. It's just. I mean, even though you signed it, but were there certain things in there? Do you recall that was like, the fuck? I real honestly, I didn't even read it because. I may have skimmed it, but it's just like. What's the point? If I don't sign this, then you don't, I don't get an affiliate. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it doesn't it, matter. If and, I, it, and it, if I remember right, like the clock was kind of ticking for you because you were yes, about to was. open, but that, yeah. that shouldn't never justify it. But, but you're not the first person I've heard that though, in terms of the clock ticking, because you have a lease, you have your LLC, you have your insurance. And most people that I've talked to that have opened up affiliates, like really the big thing is waiting on the name and the paperwork yeah, to come back. Paperwork's pretty quick. Once you get your name. Okay. It's the it's getting the name the the delay the the delay between me sending an email, them getting it, mm-hmm. them verifying the names, and then them kicking it back and say no, and then me trying. You to said find it's not a, pretty. It's not a fast response period. No, it was very. They just got back to you when they got back. It was to slow. You. Yeah, like there was no like, like, hey, we'll get back to you within ten days. It, nothing like that. It was like it was beyond ten days, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, you know all. Everything always seems so much longer when you're, when you're stressed out, worry, worrying, like anxious, yeah, happy, mm-hmm. excited, all that. And, you're ready um, to for your baby to be born. 
Yeah. Big baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it's just a long process of that. And then when you get one, you know, when you finally present a name and it's like, no, you're like, well, that was the best. That I could was come the best up. name it's, possible. Right. Yeah. That's what I, this is the best I could come up with. Yeah. But I think maybe that's something we could also talk about is like, how often do we think that what we present is our best? Okay. And we say it's our best, but then when we're faced with different circumstances, we find out we could do better. Mm-hmm. Like when you review the game film? Like. Like just, it's so simple, but just like our name, like we came up with Octane and. Which I still think is a pretty dope name. Like it's the fuel that, you know, yeah, that like gets you, get you going. Yeah. Yeah, get you going. That's yeah. what it was about. And then it was like, that was the best. And you're like, well, this is our best. But then hell, I can't, I can't even imagine our name being that. Yeah. Imagine just because what excess means. And I think that's kind of where. You know, we thought that was the best, but it wasn't our best mm-hmm. name. And this is the best name for us. It fits everything that we're about. And I think in life, sometimes we think that, you know, I did, <laughs> I did my best, but. No, I'm only laughing because I'm thinking back to like when I was a young airman living in the dorms, by, you know, by myself. And I was making like, you know, $2,000 a month and I had a nice <laughs> car. I was like, man, it's not going to get any better than this. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't have to pay for food. I don't have to pay for rent. I got health insurance. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And then like I got married and had a kid and I was like, whoa. Where's, where's my, where's yeah. my, where's my $2,000? Where's my sweet <laughs> yeah, Where'd all my money go? Yeah. I need 4,000 now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause you got a, a small human you got to take care of now. Your humans aren't small. Well, the they guy. were at one point. <laughs> yeah. They didn't get big by just not eating though. No, they didn't. I think it was some of the Japanese formula I, I fed them when they were younger. I, I, I think I clearly recall seeing the letters HGH <laughs> on, on the baby food cans when I fed it to them. It was written in Japanese? No, English. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so going back to before you became an owner, when you were a coach and an athlete, were there things about the ownership process that you were aware of before you like me, I know a lot about the ownership process because I have friends like you and I just like to have information because I like to be able to speak somewhat, you know, decent when people start talking about these things. So I just kind of, even though I have no desire to own a gym, yet, <laughs> but were you, did you know what you were, as far as just the process itself of becoming an affiliate, were you aware of what it was going, what was going to happen? No, <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I mean, until I met Janetti. And I reached out to him, and then I met Carl, um, who's a head lead trainer at, up at um, Seatown CrossFit. Um, I didn't know really much. Mm-hmm. It was just because my my source was my previous gym, and hell, he didn't even know how to run a gym. And that was, so your sample <clears throat> your sample size was. I knew I didn't want it to be that, okay. so I knew that. Which, like you said, a lot of owners that's where, or with new owners, that's where it comes from because they they don't like where they're at, or they think they can do it better. Yeah, and differences of, like, opinion, direction, mm-hmm. like, beliefs, like, I mean, it's just, it's crazy, like, the, I definitely said, one, the complete opposite of what was at that gym, mm-hmm. okay, I knew that, but then when I talked to Aaron and them, like, me and Aaron had probably a 90-minute conversation, first time we talked, and yeah. I think we talked again, and then uh reached out to Chris Cooper, who runs uh, Two Brain Business. Uh, he did it like a free thing for me, like 30 minutes, answer some basic questions mm-hmm. and then stumbled into Carl up at Seatown and really just kind of asked them, um, but definitely helped me avoid a lot of pitfalls, not on like the name stuff, but like when you start a business, what to do, what not to do. They, and, they told you some things that you didn't know, probably. Yeah. To watch out for more, more okay. than anything. G- gave you a bit of a roadmap. Oh, ultimate roadmap and that's i think you know i'll always pay it for because of that you know just because they didn't have to help you well, no just like you know rick just reached out and then i got a, another girl that uh gonna help with the salt bike and she reached out and um you know i want to help them and anybody it's like i just met with the owner of big four crossfit who just purchased that jason i met like him inside a year right I think. yeah 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 I, I just uh had another meeting with him. It's our third meeting, mm-hmm. second or third meeting. 
Um, and you know, he listens to the podcast and, you know, I give him any information that he asked. I mean, I'm completely honest with him, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, and that's because Aaron did the same for me. And, um, he ain't the first, he's not the first person I've done that for. Mm -hmm. I'll always offer advice because it was given to me. Um, unless you're a douchebag and I don't like you, there's no, there's no way I'd give you any information, but if you're legit and you know, the, after the first day I met Jason, cause I'd never met him mm -hmm. at big four. And, uh, after the first day, I, mean, I even told him this, I was like, dude, you're going to do great. And he has, you he, could feel that his heart was in the right place. Yep. Yep. Okay. And his membership's up like 30 or 40 members already. That's pretty significant yeah, in like inside of a year. Yeah. I mean, they went, they went from pretty low number to they've, they've doubled what they have. So wow. it's awesome. And, uh, he's doing really good stuff. He wants the best and he's just in that. The first year is definitely a learning curve mm -hmm. adjustment and he does it full time. Um, and then you get into year two expecting to crush it, you know, <laughs> and then that's when even more learning comes because people often fail to realize that once you do make more money, you spend more money. Sure. And so your expectation is like, well, year one, I make a little bit year two, I'm going to make a lot more. Mm -hmm. You actually probably, probably don't make, you probably make less <laughs> overall in year two because because now you've created expectations and you have expectations as a, as a, as a leader and owner. Yeah. I mean, if you do it right, unless you go borrow a bunch of money, mm -hmm. you know, you do it right and, and, and spend, you know, what you what have, you, what you, yeah, you buy what you need, not yeah, what, what you, yeah. But just, you know, living within your means. And, um, then that year three, four is definitely a lot better. I mean, you're doubling your revenue for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, years, you know, two to three without a doubt, if you're doing it right. And yeah. then, um, and then that's just about building your base and, you know, cause people is going to come and go in CrossFit for whatever reason, like we've talked. And so I guess my, you know, I don't tell very many people this, but, um, my goal is to build a very large nucleus of people who are that don't leave, mm -hmm. you know, you grow within and the fact that not, that, not saying that nobody will, mm -hmm. but, um, I'm, I'm more focused on growing that than bringing in 20 people from the outside mm -hmm. and stacking it on top of our nucleus. Yeah. I, I, again, not an owner, but you know, was coaching and I wouldn't want to deal with 20 brand new people at one time. That would be just ridiculous. Like just the, that's a lot of work. And it's not ever going to be 20 unless you're the, in the city. <laughs> yeah. And you're running something on Groupon. Okay. And, uh, you're, Is that even around still? Yeah. Groupon? People still do okay. it, man. Yeah. And, um, I had a Yelp, Groupon Yelp problem for a Groupon. while. Yeah. I had so, to cut myself off. <laughs> well, what they'll do is they'll get this and other, other gyms do it. They do this, um, what is that? Six week challenge thing. Oh, uh, I'm having, a, I haven't, I'm having a brain. Fart. I know what you're talking about. New you. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. That new years. See, I just hate this because in essence, they're charging us quite a bit of money for six weeks and yeah, they get people to buy it, but their, their goal is just to really get one or two people to stick around. Out of that group of people that come in off the street from uh, targeted ads, they want to convert mm, them into CrossFitters. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, you know, my problem with this is what kind of training are you going to offer someone if you're only looking to get one or two of them? Are you offering... You know what I mean? Are you really offering the most premium training mm -hmm. and coaching if your goal is only snag one or two? Why isn't your goal 20? To retain all of them. Right. Like, but that's what you always say is like, hope I get one or two out of this 20 that just did this six week new you, or I have 40 signed up. I'm hoping I can get five out of it. And it's like, I don't know. Are, is that that's the, like 10% conversion? That's horrible conversion. Yeah. Like, when I, when, when I meet with people, um, I don't no, I don't convert a hundred percent and, but I'm also very honest with them. Mm -hmm. CrossFit's hard. Our yeah. programming is challenging, mm -hmm. but you'll get X out of it. So I don't sugarcoat it. I'm like, Oh, you'll be great. It's not, no problem at all. It, it's not going to hurt. You'll never be sore. Uh, <laughs> Especially not the first 30 days. Gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like, but they would, they would like, 
hey, bro, this is day two and I can't walk. Yeah, I can't get out of bed. Yeah. I'm, I'm using a Siri to call you right now because I can't push the buttons. <laughs> Thanks for lying. <laughs> so I think part of what you just said is that you do some expectation management up front. And God, yeah. I would imagine that would lead to uh, longer client relationships because they know what they're getting into versus like my experience with CrossFit. Um, if you go back to the earlier episodes, one of my students told me about it. I went with him and I just did it. I didn't know anything about it. I just knew it was horrible. I almost walked out during the warm up in my very first class, but I didn't have anybody sit down with me and say, Hey, this is the expectations. This is what I was like. I was learning as I was going, like the, the plane was being built as it was taking off right. when it came to my CrossFit life. So I didn't have the opportunity for anyone to explain to me or, but conversely, no one explained poorly to me yeah. what I was about to go through. You know, it, it's a, it's a double-edged sword in, in that aspect. <clears throat> I could probably not have that conversation and maybe convert even a little bit more, but, but is that who I want to convert? Do I want someone to come here, go through our training course, us invest nine hours and one-on-one time with them to have them come for a month after? No, absolutely not. I tell them straight up, like, look, that's why we have you come try it out. Like, honestly, we're going to invest so much into you, mm-hmm. okay? Not only through the training course, which is very, I mean, doing a training course to me is a lot harder than a class, um, not because of the experience. It's just, just it's so it's so in depth and involved and like, it's, it's so, I'm not saying class isn't important. It's, it's, um, I don't know. It's say a kid very first time without the training wheels, like you're kind of behind them and Mm -hmm. you're more, you're more cautious (laughs) to them than when you put them on training wheels Mm -hmm. because you know, they're, they They can actually fall down now. Yes. So it's kind of like, you know, you're kind of right there and it's just, it's, it's pretty exhausting. It takes, it takes a lot of time and mm-hmm. it's in the evening. You've already probably taught, you know, at least two classes, three classes and worked out. And you've been there for at this point, eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours already at the gym. Mm-hmm. And you still got to go home and do other stuff. Yeah. So on top of the mental side, but that's what we talk about. We're going to, we invest so much into you that, um, we just want to know that you, you're ready to invest into us. Because I think it's a two-way street, and that's kind of what I do tell them. Like, you know, it is investment for them. Not say it's financially, mm-hmm. but it's also like, you know, are you going to come? Mm-hmm. Like, do you do you want to be here? Do you like what we do? Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, if I don't cover those bases personally, I think sometimes you might the wrong type of people will come in here, and we want any and everybody. And I guess it kind of sounds like we're we only take specific type of people, but maybe we do. We, we want people that want to be here that love what we do, that love our people and bring no baggage. That's just, that's what we want. Well, and I think the word that comes to mind is it's a filtering process, but if for any kind of business, like, like for me, for instance, in my new career, like when they hired me, you know, there was, you know, obviously I had to be vetted through some other people and there, cause they don't, this, the organization I work for, they don't like put ads on monster and stuff like that. It's all, you know, word of mouth recommendations. So even though I was vetted by someone who had already been with the organization for quite some time, they still put me through my paces in that filtering process or like, you know, lots of one-on-one conversations with people. Um, just asking me scenario based questions, talking to my references. This is like actually one of the few jobs I've ever had in my life where they actually Check. called my references, which to me, I, I felt good about that because if they're going to take the time to call them, that means they're actually serious about what it is they do. Because yeah. my team, we're only 12 people deep, but we're, we're doing a lot of work. So I think by doing that initial upfront investment and investigation to making sure that I was going to be worth their time and I was willing to invest my time into becoming a productive member of the team, you know, I, I think that's a smart thing. And that's kind of along the lines where I see your um, athlete training course where a lot of people, like you said, to this day, don't know what CrossFit is. So having that up, op- it's eight weeks, you said? It's six sessions. Okay. So it's, you know, it, it accumulates to around nine hours okay. over the six sessions. So by getting them in like close quarter setting and being able to talk to them and explain to them what they're going to go through, because 
But even before they go through the training yeah, we course, do when you have that conversation. We do this, yeah, we do this yeah. before the training course. I mean, it's, this is email call, mm-hmm. okay, or message. Set up a time for them to come in. Like, a, you know, a guy just messaged me today, got him coming in uh, sometime this week. And, and then this is, con- hey, well, you know, I seen that, you know, you're tired of doing the same old thing. Mm-hmm. Trust me, been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then just kind of start just having a conversation with them. We got a guy here, Justin, he always called. He keeps asking me when he's going to be interviewed and uh, he's never been officially interviewed. And if you should wear a tuxedo, um, but, uh, I guess it kind of is an interview process. It mm-hmm. is a here, I'm here to answer any questions you may have, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, okay, it's a it, feeling out process. Yeah, is this, is this person a dick or, mm-hmm. or, or they, they seem kind of off because it's happened twice guarded. Yeah. yeah. Just, and so. You know, I have every right to ask these questions to, and to protect everybody in here and the fact that we're not going to allow one bad apple to squeak in. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if, if they do, our members are the, the backup filter as far as right before you drink the water, mm-hmm. they're, they're that last piece of yeah. mesh that's going <laughs> to strain out the shit. And uh, that's, that's what we want. And I guess it, it sucks. It kind of sounds like a, a, a club in essence, but maybe it is. I don't know. I don't care really, but. People could label it however they want, but I will protect. I don't care. I don't care about the money enough to ruin their, our people's experience mm-hmm. and then create drama inside. And, and because it's essentially what I hear you saying, I mean, for the four years that we've known each other, when you talk about these things is like you said, you're not worried. You're not interested in the quick buck. You're not worried about someone coming in and paying a month's worth of membership, you want that person to for life. be a, yeah, a lifetime member. I mean, obviously military medical yeah, move, yeah, yeah, those, yeah. Th- those things, they happen, but you want that person to come along with their kids, Yeah, absolutely. which, which, which has happened. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it here happen already where you have a uh, uh, young adults and teens, you know, coming with their parents yep. now. And you're looking at that long haul, that long-term investment, not just, you know, can I make this much money? I mean, money is important. Money, mm-hmm. money is a, is a driving factor with this because you have to turn, you have to pay, you have to keep the lights on. You got to buy new equipment. You got to refurbish things. You got to pay for marketing, advertising, your $3,000 affiliation, all that good stuff. But that's not to you. That's not more important than the relationship and the longevity of your members, a uh, choice to stay here. No, not at all. So rolling it back a little bit, you decide to become an owner you said there were some things that you just weren't sure of because you'd never really investigate. You just knew that you wanted to be an owner. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So when you're, so let's talk about, so we've talked about the affiliation part. We talked about the naming part, but let's talk about probably one of the most important parts of that is finding a location. So there's, I remember we've talked before and you said one of the things you weren't fully aware of was like the zoning because Initially, like, oh, I'm going to build a gym right here and blah, blah. Hey, there's a building right there. I'm going to go rent that and we're going to build a gym. They're like, whoa, hold on there, brother. You're not zoned for that. <laughs> like zoning? What zoning? Well, I knew about zoning, but I never knew you couldn't put CrossFit inside of a, you know. An industrial building? Yeah. Because that's what everybody was doing in the early 2000s. You know, when the real estate market was horrible, you could... uh rent like a 3000 square foot industrial area for, for pennies on the dollar and, you know, sign like a 10 year lease because uh, real estate uh, people just wanted bodies in there. They wanted some sort of income, even if they were losing money because it was, you're losing less money. At yeah. That now point. you're paying like at least $10 a square foot. So talk about the, the hunt for a location. Uh, started with just doing stuff online, but um, the best thing I did was contact a commercial realtor. Okay. And it's like they couldn't use my mom, but. <laughs> oh, your mom doesn't do commercial? Just a. Uh, yeah. So when you do real home. estate, you typically do one or the other. Okay. It's not. Totally different markets. Okay. And. Um, but if you are looking for a house in the Miami Valley, please contact. Kathy Mays. <laughs> if you think I'm awesome, <laughs> times me by 2000. That's what she is. She's on a whole nother level. We should have her on the show and just talk about her hustle because you've shared her story with me a little bit. And I think it'd be pretty cool just to learn she about her hustle. Know. She'd be like, uh, she'd be like Ricky Bobby. Like, <laughs> what I do with my hands? Like, what is this thing? 
Where do I talk into? I mean, she just got a smartphone for the first time, though. Oh, she's in a flip phone before? Oh, yeah. Nice. I don't want technology. I don't need technology. <laughs> I don't want people to be get a hold of me. That's what I want you to get a hold of. Like, she's a real estate agent. She needs for people to get a hold of her. They'll leave a message. They got their home phone, you know? <laughs> she still has a, um, she still has an answer machine. Like, Oh, nice. Yeah. With the tapes and everything? No, she finally got rid of that because you couldn't get tapes anymore. I don't think. She just has a digital one? Yeah. Okay. But, so, yeah. Location or finding a place or just... I, you know, I want to be an owner. I want to open a gym. Now I need a building. So you said, you know, there's a difference between uh, commercial and regular yeah. real estate. So you contacted a commercial real estate agent. Yep. And within a couple of days, hey, I got this spot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Went met him. It was across the street. Didn't like it as much, but yeah, I was in the same. Same complex? Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely wasn't as awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, but, I mean, this was a shithole. Yeah. But um. Cause someone actually was checking out this gym the same time we were looking at our other spot mm-hmm. and we're like, man, I guess we'll take it. I mean, for really, this spot here. No. Oh, okay. The other one. And then I was like on a Friday. I was like, well, I'll let you know on Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, well, shoot, what are we going to, you know, you have to have a spot. We don't have, this is it. Mm-hmm. No more places in Vandalia. None. Okay. We'll have to move. And then the people end up not wanting this location, which mm-hmm. I don't blame them because it was dirty as hell. Yeah. But of course, you got some sort of vision. Another thing I can thank my mom for. But um, <laughs> but yeah, just kind of worked out, man. Yet finding spots tough. Um, I guess if I was going to say if you're going to start a gym, uh, find someone that you kind of respect in the CrossFit community. Mm-hmm. and um, reach out to them. It's that simple. And don't, if you don't have anybody, don't base, don't think they're successful because you think they have more members. I think that's something that kind of goes by the wayside. Like, it isn't like, it's like saying the taller you are, the smarter you are. It's, it's has nothing okay. to do. Just because it's there's irrelevant. more, just because there's more Starbucks doesn't mean they have really good coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a better comparison. <laughs> okay. Now, but so aside from finding this location now. Because honestly, Starbucks sucks. Yeah, I'm not a like, huge fan, but I'm th- they're, they're you, the evil empire of coffee. They are horrible. Like. But they give you reward points. And as bad as that is. <laughs> there's no way I would ever drink any coffee from Brooke Wells. <laughs> <laughs> Now I, I get it. It's a joke. <laughs> There's no coffee shop. <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's real, dude. No, it's, it was off of a, a shoe. It's for her shoes. Oh, okay. For Noble. Okay. It makes sense. Cause I know she's too damn lazy to lock out her arms. There's no way she can run a business. <laughs> you can't hold a standard on a handstand pushup, but you can run a business. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, she had her sisters. They were going to do all the heavy lifting. That's it. Yeah. I could see that. Princess Brooke. <laughs> so you talked about actually getting this facility, but maybe not everybody's fully aware, but you don't live in the same city where your gym is. No. Okay. So can you maybe explain the process of why you chose this particular area versus just doing one in your backyard? There was already a gym in Piqua, mm-hmm. but... um. I, I looked at, uh, income, you know, you, you okay. got to look at median income who mm-hmm. can afford it. CrossFit's not cheap. And so Vandalia definitely had a higher median income. Okay. And, um, Piqua, I mean, I love Piqua. I mean, it's, but it's, it's Troy's much nicer, mm-hmm. you know, but I'll never live there. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, um, did you take like, Aside from the income, did you take like population into consideration too? Yeah, but I think that's, you know, I was just talking to someone about that. Did you? Oh, I don't think so. I forget. I was just talking to someone about the population thing. Mm-hmm. They're talking about, oh, you know, the more population, the better off of law. I was like, yeah, you have more opportunities, but still, if there's, there's 40,000 people, okay, I don't even need 1% of them. No, you don't. 
I don't even want one percent of them. No, <laughs> you absolutely don't. don't. Yeah, you'd have to rent out this whole strip if you had one percent of the population. <laughs> so, with that said, you know, I, you, I think that's it's yes, not, it's yeah. not as important. I, of course, it's it's like when you go to these Division One schools. Why are they? Be- why do they have better athletes? Well, they have more students. You have the more students, you have the be- better possibility of a better athlete being in that student, okay, uh, or, or that person. Same with CrossFit. The bigger the area, the more people you in may theory. F- in theory you should have that would be interested in a CrossFit. So okay. if thirty thousand, if two percent are interested in a CrossFit out of the thirty thousand, when you go to sixty thousand, it should double, and then mm-hmm. ninety thousand, you know, triple mm-hmm. in essence, if that's the case. So, because you have a lot of people that don't even live close to here that drive. We have less members from Vendaya than we do anywhere else. So, most of your athletes are commuters then? Yeah, and I think that is something I did look at. Uh, I wanted something right off 75 mm-hmm. um, that wasn't off the beaten path, okay? and Yeah, I, I just think it's from the exit to your front door is maybe three my- minutes. Three minutes tops. I don't even think it's that. I mean, with the, with the stoplights and maybe a, a truck going down that one little road yeah. by Beaver Creek Rental. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy access. Yeah, it's like it's less than a mile off the highway, and but also you're fairly located, fairly close to a huge major intersection of two major highways, seventy yep. and seventy five. Seventy well. seventy five, and then twenty five A going that goes from Troy all the way through Tip to mm-hmm. you know all the way into Vandalia. So yeah. That was definitely something I did look at too. Now this spot, I couldn't control that, but mm-hmm. it did. I wanted something around the highway. I didn't want something that was going to take five to eight minutes off the highway and add that to someone's commute. So what's the logic behind that thought process of being that you know close? No, it is. It, we've talked about it. It's, if you, if you, the easier accessible you make things, the more people will be more inclined to try them. Okay. So that can be a separator of, man, I already drive 25 minutes to get, to the exit. Now I got to drive another eight. So now it's the 35 minute drive. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that 25 to 35 is like, it makes talk, a difference. It's like when we talk about the podcast, like we know we had initially, we were like, we keep this under 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That lasted. Uh, and we did. Yeah. We lasted about six months. But I we think. did it for a, a reason. Yeah. Because we were new. And, and we had to see if anybody was going to listen. That and we we also knew most commutes are under 30 minutes. Yeah. So we wanted, wanted them to be able to hit play, be done with the podcast, walk into work or wherever they're going, their ter- transition area. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully, unfortunately, we, we kind of hosed Blake a few times because he said he's considered taking paperwork so he could listen to the whole episode before he walked no, into his office. Hey, <laughs> don't listen to Blake. Blake is one of the guys who wanted more content. You give Blake more content, it's like those people who wanted to get rid of Dave Castro. Right. <laughs> Which we talked about yeah, last week. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they didn't like Dave Castro doing the announcement and they bitched about when he did it. And then when he didn't do it, they bitched about him and not, not being doing gone, it. Like, yeah. So Blake, what do you want, man? You want more content <laughs> or less content? Less content. <laughs> do we need to get tell, You tell us, does it need to be 32 minutes exactly? 42. What do we got? What do we have to work with? And if you really want it, what you got to do? Get up earlier. There you go. Or just stay up late with me. <laughs> so that was a, one of the factors that you put into your research when looking for a location, being close to major byways. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, the very first location I've talked about was an actual airport. Mm-hmm. In the airport park. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I forget how many people they said went through their day. It was, I don't know, it was tens of thousands. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that that was huge for us, but, mm-hmm. um, the more people that pass your area, mm-hmm. the better you have. I mean, we've had this comment. You get more on, eyes on. We get, we get the comment a lot of how easy it is to get off the highway into ours. I know, personally always say we have technology now, but back in the MapQuest days yeah. <clears throat> or in your day, the Atlas days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, compass and, and following the crows. <laughs> Which star is that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn it. That was Orion's belt. I took the wrong <laughs> I took star. the wrong turn. Uh, but anyways, um, you know, how easy it is to get to our gym, how close it is off the highway. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just, it, it's just all, all that did factor into it. I could not control this location. Obviously, I couldn't say, hey, I want one here. Did, did this 
the physical location of this building versus the city. But when okay. I was telling them I, what I was interested in, that was part of the... The search criteria. Yeah. Okay. Now, one thing that I'm sure people are going to ask or if they're thinking about opening up a gym, well, do I need to take into consideration other gyms in the area? I think that's kind of like a yes or no. I mean, it's, it's yes and it's no. No. No, you don't. Come open it right beside me. I don't care. I told you that. I can't. I'm not going to be mad at you. Mm -hmm. Now, what you do have to kind of be concerned with is if you have a gym that's very well established and they have a, a great thing going, do you, do you feel that when people are looking at gyms and they put yours and compare yours to theirs, mm -hmm. are you going to be able to hold up? If you, pull, if you set up chalks next to a 500-member gym, what's the probability of your success? I don't even know if it's 500 member, Jim. I think I'm just using that yeah, as like yeah, a crazy example. Right. Yeah. I, I think what, when search criteria, when I talk to people, um, because I, I always do exits and, and, and intros on, you know, what, why us? Mm -hmm. I do I ask that all the time. Why us? Mm -hmm. Why'd you pick us? There's other gyms. Mm -hmm. And then, so I start digging into that. The, the criteria is definitely not, they don't care. They don't, they don't know how many members you have. They don't really care. They don't care if you had a girl go to games or if you train, whatever. Some people don't care a lot about the competitive scene because they don't even know what it is. Um, so the criteria actually starts, I think, on your online presence, Google, and then your images. We're very good. Like um, We have more, like, uh, we have like 10 times more images online that's uploaded for our gym than any other, um, when they do, they do this comparison on Google. So mm -hmm. uh, businesses like us and then our business, the difference in how many photos that we have mm -hmm. in comparison, it's not, even in, it's not even the same ballpark. Are you talking for Google or for Facebook? For, for Google. Okay. Google's huge. I mean, it's, if I didn't know that when I started. That was something I kind of stumbled onto. Mm -hmm. uh, but Google is king. It really is. It it rules all because well, it's the number one search engine, and then well, this yeah. I mean, with the second search engine being YouTube, which is owned by Google, so they kind of have the corner on when it comes to demographics and uh, and data for for search for search criteria. Right. So, like, um, I just brought it up. So, just for our photo views as our gem. Uh, we have six, 6,000 views and that this is just in a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. And businesses like me or us as 1.6 K. Mm -hmm. So we have six K, they have 1.6. So our, our presence is way like our photo quantity is it's 1.5 thousand in comparison to seven. It's just, it's, it's not even close. It's, mm -hmm. That's, 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 that's huge. I mean, now, now where does that information help you? Uh, well, are people, are people looking for CrossFit? Okay. Okay. Are, and if they are looking for CrossFit, are they looking at us? Are we getting noticed? Okay. So then that leads me to my next question. The new clients that are coming in, uh, who are they? I'd imagine that a lot of them aren't people that are already CrossFitters. Oh, majority. No. Okay. Yeah. So who are these, these people you said they're, um, I've heard you comment that they're people that are, are tired of whatever they're doing. Yeah. They want something buys, new. Tries, skip yeah. Legs, skip like they, yeah. Um, or they've had some sort of a life changing event. You know, something happened to someone, they heard about CrossFit. I want to get healthy. I need to make a life change. We get more of the other than okay. like I almost died. I need CrossFit. Okay. You know, I wish we got more of those, but, um, just people look for change and people looking, um, like we got, we got a guy just signing him up and starts training course a couple weeks. Um, he, he's a youth wrestling coach and then they do these, uh, he still likes to wrestle mm -hmm. and, but they do these competitions where it's like father, son wrestling type. Are you thing. serious? Yeah. I forget oh, what it's called. That's pretty sweet. So he gets to wrestle. And, but you wrestle the dads, yeah. the dads wrestle, and then the kids wrestle. Oh, that's cool. So he wanted to get in better shape. And okay. uh, so he tried it out all last weekend. Um, 
he said he'd definitely be getting in better shape <laughs> because, you know, he, he realizes that it's totally different than what he's used to doing. Um, so nice. yeah, it's pretty cool. So, and the reason I asked that question is because, you know, it just seems like there's a lot of people, like you said, still don't understand about CrossFit. So, or, or sorry, don't know about CrossFit. So then after that group of people who are brand new looking for something different, what's the next group after that, would you say? Um, people are just kind of intrigued by CrossFit. Okay. You know, the, the games or they see it on social so, media. Okay. Someone's feed, Facebook feed. Yeah. Like, oh, it looks pretty cool mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just people are kind of intrigued by CrossFit. Like they don't, it's almost like kind of poking an animal. Is it like dead or alive with the stick? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what kind of animal is yeah, that? Let's, yeah. put it, let's put it in the back seat and, yeah. and drive home. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't recommend that. Um, but yeah, kind of see what's going on and, and seeing what CrossFit actually is. They, most of them have never seen what the inside of a CrossFit gym looks like. They may see a video and it's kind of zoomed in because mm-hmm. they're got their sweet lift with their sweet barbell slam after they hit a lift, you mm-hmm. know, the, the douchebag barbell slam. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, uh, they don't really see the whole thing. They don't see the entire picture. And so get them in here and they kind of see what it is. And they're like, yep, not for me, mm. not what I wanted or okay. oh, this is different or it's pretty cool. Uh-huh. And then that's, I had one person one time ever, she walked in and say, yeah, I wanted to check out your gym. I opened the door and showed her She's like, okay, thank you. Walks back out. Oh, you didn't even say anything to her. That was it. Wow. Yeah. She, she wanted the machines. Uh-huh. She thought we had the machines. I'm like, hey, we're the machines, bro. <laughs> like, I'm the old rusty one that's in the back by the one I call Mo. <laughs> the one that's in a glass case that says, yeah. you know, for historical reference. <laughs> do not disturb. So when you do, because it sounds like it's pretty rare just based off what you're telling me, when you do encounter someone who is a CrossFitter already, you know, well, let's just say someone who has at least two years of experience. Aaron. Okay, so Aaron, Aaron but like, let's say someone who's moving in, like, cause I know we have a large military population. When you talk to those type of people, what is, what are they asking you and what are you asking them? Um, that actually differs from person to person. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just want a place to work out. Okay. Hey, I just, I do crawl. I've done CrossFit the last couple of years, moving the area, just, you know, just want to continue it. And like to just meet up and chat or what's the next step, mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, and some of those, I, I explain the process and they just don't want it. They don't want that process. And that's okay for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just what you have to do. That going back to that filtering process that yeah. we talked about. They're either. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's it's just want to make sure I, we I, are right for each other. I, I have no problem. If they don't, if they don't want to follow up with that, then that's fine. I don't want them here anyways, because mm-hmm. that's just, if you can't come in and you don't want to come in and meet us or meet me and, and show any interest in our gym. I'm not about just to take your money. Oh, they just want to show up and work out. Or just like, hey, where, how do I sign up? And I, this is the process. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to set up a meeting. Just let me know kind of what works for you. I'm very flexible, blah, 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 mm-hmm. uh, email. And then sometimes I don't hear back from them. That's okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, follow, I'll send a follow-up, but, you know, it's, it's no, I, I'm not going to sit there and beg someone to come to our gym. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's, not because, it's not a pride thing. It's like, if I had to beg someone to come here, there's going to be an issue. There just, it just, there just is. Maybe there wouldn't be. Well, I play the odds. I play how my gut feels and I play like, if I feel weird about something, Mm -hmm. that's, that's gone. I can't even, I can't even, I won't even, I won't even follow through with it. Like Mm -hmm. it's, I went against my gut one time in my life and I was wrong. Mm -hmm. And I told myself that I was like, stupid. And, um, but I mean, again, most of us that look back on things and, mistakes that we've made, you know, at, sometimes at the time we didn't know what we didn't know, but then other times we just, you know, should have just followed your gut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, here's what I'd rather, I'd rather follow my gut and be wrong and then not follow it and be wrong. True. And that makes sense. And that's just because I know I'll have my kind of my guard up. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm very guarded. I don't know just law enforcement or whatever. I don't know. You don't, mm-hmm. I, t- I tell, uh, you know, Justin's going through, getting ready to go through uh, uh, one of our law enforcement's large city here, Dayton. 
And I was like, dude, it changes you. I don't care if you're military or not. Yeah. It changes you. It changes the people around you. You see things that you'll never unsee. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that in the military you don't, but it's just, it's, it's different because you can go, you can go to your job in the military and you deal with the same people every day, but there's, they have parameters they have to follow. If not, they get in trouble. Mm -hmm. As a cop, they have no, the people we deal with every day have zero parameters. They actually have more protection than what you do as an officer. And and you have no idea who you're walking up on a daily basis. No, you really don't. And so it's just kind of different. You Mm -hmm. know, it it does, it makes you kind of like, yeah, you can look at someone and you, you know, you know, everything you need to know about them Mm -hmm. just by how they care of themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Are they like how they're walking? You can tell if they're, uh, just if, honestly, I can look at people and like if they can fight or not. Like I'm, I don't know. It's just something like how they carry themselves. Like it's you gotta watch out for their some, body language. Yeah, facial kinda, some, I like yeah. You gotta watch out for some people, and then mm-hmm. it's just it, you take all those the they call it totality of circumstances mm-hmm. and you put them all in the one, and this is it. This is the this is what shakes out. You know, this yep. is the threat level that that person mm-hmm. presents to you. But um, it's funny you say that because. Um, you know, I, I'm a, I, I'm a, a DJ as well and I do weddings and corporate events. And I remember one time specifically a couple that they were searching for a DJ and when it was all said and done, they were like, you know what? We've never had a DJ ask us the kind of questions you did. I'm like, Oh, what do you mean? It was like, well, you really asked us like about who we were and where we came from and what you were looking for. He's like, most people just want to know like when the, when the event was, you know, and how much uh, they were going to charge and in the hours. And I was like, well, no, because I have to make sure you guys are going to fit with what I know I can deliver. I was like, if you guys just aren't the right type of people, cause I've turned people down before and it's really, and people look at me like, dude, you're, you're walking away from money. I'm like, the hell I am. It, yeah, it's money, but it's more importantly, it's time and it's building a relationship. dude. And you know, that's kind of the same type of deal you have here. It's yeah, it's money. We need money, but it's the time and the relationship that you're investing into yeah. because th- those things like you can't, the the easier you can navigate those pieces makes the end result the 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 yield is a much higher much higher quality at the end of the day i'm not gonna i'll never hesitate to turn down money and and you know people do business be like you're so stupid that you know, you never turn down money. And I'm like, well, you're stupid because you're inexperienced because you think you, you, all you do is take money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not what I do. Do I want to make money? Yeah. Do I want to make a lot of money? Well, who doesn't, mm-hmm. right? But if I'm going to make a lot of money, it's going to be within my guidelines that I'd set. And that's that. I don't. <laughs> I think we were talking the other day. We were saying like, you know, you know nobody can buy me, but everybody has a price. <laughs> he said, hey guys, if someone offered me $10 million to For take excess? over my gym, yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah go um, ahead. we'd have to have a serious talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, if anybody here is mad at me, that's okay. Come to my new gym. <laughs> I'm just saying. We'll have, we'll have like, we'll have 10 lofts. <laughs> like, they may not want to come because we'll have every piece of equipment that yeah. I ever have wanted. And you could subject them to all kinds of evil. Like, yeah, you know, what were we talking about? Everybody gets their skier. Yeah, everybody like, gets a skier. Yeah. Oh, what? You can't come? Okay, well, I'll send one to your house. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can do all your, your names work. on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I think that um, everybody has a price. Because like, Jenna, was, that's who it was. Jenna, Jenna was trying to debate, like, she, yeah. she wouldn't sell. Sell her business. Sell yeah. her business. And I'm like, you're, yeah, right, my ass. <laughs> like, you pick pennies up on the floor. Like, and, uh, uh, Everybody's going to sell. Everybody's going to sell at some point. Yeah. It happens all the time. Does that mean I'm. You're compromising who you are. No, it's a smart no. business decision. Yeah. 10 million. <laughs> That's a lot of nickels, man. How many memberships that is, Mo? <laughs> a whole lot of memberships. A whole lot of memberships. <laughs> In one sale. Yeah. One, yeah. Boom. Done. Where I would struggle with. And this is a reality. If they said $10 million, but you could have no one from your gym. Ever leave? Ever leave? Yeah. Now, that's a different. That, that's a different. That's a different sale. Yeah. That's one I definitely think about. Yeah. And like that, almost makes me puke even thinking it. But mm-hmm. ten million dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> well, I love everybody here, so uh, it's never going to happen. So thank God I'm not going to be. You don't have to be faced with that decision. No. 
No, I, I'm really not. Because that would be a horrible investment for anybody to spend $10 million on a CrossFit gym. <laughs> you just yeah. build their own. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm mowing them out. Peace. That was and, the episode. And then, bye. Since Jim is not here. So. Right. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. It's crazy. We got Aaron in here. What up, Aaron? How you doing, man? Defending freedom and democracy on a daily basis. Shorts and his combat boots. Yep. <laughs> those are his CrossFit shoes. Or something we like to call in the military laundry day. That was the episode? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were just talking.